Now what happened? Qalu, they said, the brothers of Yusuf alayhi salam, they said, إِنْ يَسْرِقْ If he has committed theft, meaning if Binyamin committed theft, فَقَدْ سَرَقْهَ Then in fact, he also committed theft. Who? أَخُلْ لَهُ A brother that he has. مِنْ قَبْلُ Before. Meaning long time ago, Binyamin, he has a brother, and that brother of his also committed theft. What are they saying? That his brother Yusuf also once upon a time committed theft. Just imagine. Why are they saying this? Because they don't want to look like the bad guy. They're completely dissociating themselves from Binyamin. Oh, he's, he's our half-brother. You know, he is like that. We're not like that. He committed theft. We didn't commit theft. And if he's committing theft now, well, you know what? It runs in their family. As if you're not part of the family. His brother also committed theft many years ago. What happened? If you were in that position, what would you do? Ask for some evidence and blow up and show some kind of anger. Yusuf alayhi salam, what did he do? فَأَسَرَّهَا يُوسُفُ فِي نَفْسِهِ Yusuf just concealed it. He kept it within himself. وَلَمْ يُبْدِهَا لَهُمْ And he did not reveal it to them. What? His identity. He just swallowed it. He did not even tell them who he was. If he told them who he was, imagine how embarrassed they must have been, right? I mean, it seems like it was a perfect time to humiliate the brothers and to take revenge from them. But look at how calm Yusuf a.s. is. He just kept it to himself. He... swallowed it and he did not reveal his identity to them and he did not even bother to discuss the reality of what they were referring to. They accused Yusuf of theft. But did he actually commit theft? It is said that Yusuf one of his relatives was an idolater. And Yusuf as a child, you know children, when they see something wrong happening, they don't like it, right? So they will do anything to stop it. So it is said that Yusuf he went and you know stole their idols and broke them. So this is the incident that they were referring to. If that really happened, then firstly, he was a child when he did that. right? And secondly, did he steal something for his own benefit? No. But Yusuf a.s. فَأَسَرُّهَا يُوسُفُ فِي نَفْسِهِ وَلَمْ يُبْدِهَا لَهُمْ Think about it. If someone is falsely accusing you, falsely accusing you, what would you do? Defend yourself at least, right? But Yusuf a.s. is so calm. Qala, he just said in his heart, Antum sharrum makana. You are worse in position. You accuse me of theft. You accuse my brother of theft. Look at yourself. What did you do? You are worse because you stole a son away from his father. That's what you did. Wallahu a'lamu bima tasifun. And Allah is most knowing of that which you describe. Meaning of what you accuse me of. He just said in his heart, Allah knows the reality of this. And you are worse in position. Qalu, they said, Ya ayyuhal aziz. Now you see, all of this was happening. Yusuf was just watching. He didn't interfere. Nothing at all. Now, the brothers of Yusuf when they realized what had happened, and that their brother Binyamin would have to stay back, and they remembered the mawthiq that they had made with their father, they turned towards Yusuf for help. They turned towards him for help. And they said, Ya ayyuhal aziz, 
O Aziz, inna lahu aba. Indeed, he has a father that is shaykhan, very old, kabiran, great, meaning he's greatly aged. He has a very, very old father. And if he does not see his son, you can imagine how hurt he would be. So please let him go. فَخُذْ You take أَحَدَنَا One of us مَكَانَهُ In his place. Take one of us in his place. إِنَّا نَرَاكَ مِنَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ We see you as a muhsin. So please do this ihsan to us. Don't keep our brother Binyamin. Rather take one of us in his place. So they said, take one of us in his place because we see you as a muhsin. Because you see, Binyamin was supposed to stay with who? As a slave with who? Yusuf a.s. So this is why they turned to Yusuf a.s. for help. That please let him go. Now, I want you to reflect on the words of these brothers. How they're addressing Yusuf a.s. First of all, they say, Ya ayyuhal aziz. Just a minute ago, they said, He also committed theft. This is who we are. We are ignorant. We are people. They did not even know that the person whom they were describing as a thief, just a second ago, now they are addressing him with utmost respect. Ya ayyuhal aziz, O honorable aziz. And then they say, Inna naraka min al-muhsineen. We see you as a muhsin. Why did they see Yusuf as a muhsin? Because right now there was no bias. Because they didn't know who he was. If they knew that it was Yusuf their brother, would they call him a muhsin? Never. Never. So what do we learn from this? That if we look past our biases, we would really see good in people. And which people? People whom we hate. People whom we have a problem with. Why is it that people whom we don't like, we never find anything good in them? Why? Because we're biased. We say, oh, she's always wrong. She hates me, I hate her, she's bad, she's like this, she's like that. Even if she's being generous, even if she's being polite, you would think, what does she want from me? Right? So if we look past our biases, we would really see the good in people. And people whom we hate. قَالَ مَعَادَ اللَّهِ Yusuf said, I seek refuge with Allah. No way. I cannot do this. That anna'khuda, that we should take illa except mawajadna mata'ana inda. The one whom we found our possessions with. Meaning, we can only punish the one who's guilty. How can we give that punishment to an innocent person? This is not right. So we see that Yusuf where he is a muhsin and his brothers want to take advantage of his ihsan. So that he would be so nice that he would change the rules a little bit. No, he's a muhsin, but he's also a man of principle. This is the rule. No one will suffer except the guilty. And notice how he says, مَوَّجَدْنَا مَتَاعَنَا عِنْدَهِ The one whom we found our possessions with. Not the one who stole. Because Binyamin didn't actually steal, right? And who knew about that? Only Yusuf and Binyamin knew that. So he said, the one whom we found our possessions with. Inna idal lazalimun. Indeed, we would then be unjust. Inna idan lazalimun. If we were to do that, then we would be unjust. Falamma then when istay asu, they had despaired. Minhu from him. The brothers they tried their best to convince Yusuf salam to make him forgive Binyamin to take somebody else in his place, one of the other ten brothers in his place. Nothing worked out. 
Because Yusuf was too principled. When they gave up, خَلَصُوا They secluded themselves from خَالِ أَمْصَاد Meaning they went somewhere off to the side and sat on their own. Najiya, Najiya in private consultation. From the root letters, noon jim wal, najwa. So they sat off to the side and they were discussing amongst themselves privately as to what they should do. Obviously they couldn't go back home just like that. Qala kabiruhum. The eldest of them said, eldest of them, meaning eldest of those brothers, he spoke up. He said, Alam ta'lamu, don't you know that anna abakum, that indeed your father, qad akhala alaykum mawthiqam min Allah. He has taken a promise from you in the name of Allah. You gave him your word and you swore an oath by Allah. How can you go without bin yameen? وَمِن قَبْلُ And before, مَا فَرَّطْتُمْ فِي يُوسُفِ How you fell short in the matter of Yusuf. فَرَّطْتُمْ From the root letters, فَرَّطَ فَرَّطَ يُفَرِّطُ تَفْرِيطِ Ifrat is to exceed the limits, to go beyond the limits. And tafrit is to fall short. Okay? Ifrat is to overdo something. And tafrit is to underdo something. Okay, so for example, if there is a road and the maximum speed is 80 and you drive on 100, is that ifrat? Yes. But if you're driving on 40, is that acceptable? You could argue that no, no, I'm under the speed limit. But no, that's not okay. When it's 80, you better be driving close to 80. Right? So that is also not correct. So this is what tafrit is. He said, مَا فَرَّطْتُمْ فِي يُوسُفْ How you fell short in the matter of Yusuf. Meaning, you promised your father that you would bring Yusuf back and you would take care of him, but you never fulfilled that promise. Instead, you went and threw him in the well. You think your father is going to believe you now? You understand what's going on? He's saying, we can't go back like this. Because A, we've made a promise, and B, we have disappointed him before, and this time he's not going to believe us. He said, فَلَنْ never أَبْرَحَ الْأَرْضَ I will leave this earth. I will leave this land. Meaning, I will never ever go from here. I will never go home. حَتَّى يَأْذَنَ لِي أَبِي Until my father allows for me. أَوْ يَحْكُمَ اللَّهُ لِي Or Allah decides for me. Meaning, I die or something like that happens. وَهُوَ خَيْرُ الْحَاكِمِينَ And he is the best of those who judge. Now what do we see? The brothers of Yusuf ﷺ, yes, they had many issues. They made many mistakes. But we have to appreciate the good in them. What is that good? At least they had some fear of God. At least a little bit. He said, اِرْجِعُوا إِلَىٰ أَبِيكُمْ Go back to your father. فَقُولُوا Then say to him, يَا أَبَانَا O our father, إِنَّ بَنَكَ سَرَقَ Indeed your son has committed theft. Go tell your father, I'm not going. The eldest of them said, I'm staying right here. Nine of you go back and tell your father, your son has committed theft. And we did not see it. We didn't see it happen. We didn't see Binyamin stealing. We only say that he has committed theft because of what we know. Because we saw the cup being extracted from his bag. It came out of his bag. I mean, somebody must have put it there, and who would put it there but Binyamin? So they said, "Bima alimna, wama kunna hafilin, and we are not witnesses of the unseen. Meaning, what exactly happened behind our eyes? Allah knows the reality. We don't know what happened, but your son has been accused of theft. 
Now, the nine brothers, they went and told their father about this. Who's in Egypt? Yusuf a.s. is in Egypt. Binyami is in Egypt. And the eldest of those brothers is also in Egypt. The nine brothers, they went back to their father and they told. And they added, they said, وَاسْأَلْ If you don't believe us, ask. Ask who? Al-Qarya, the city. Meaning the people of the city. Allati kunna fiha, which we were in. If you don't believe us, you can go to Egypt yourself and see for yourself what happened. That Bin Yamin actually committed theft and he's been accused of, he's been proven guilty. And he has to stay there for a year. And if that is too difficult, then ask Wal'ir. Ask their ear, meaning ask the caravan. Which caravan? Allati aqbalna fiha, in which we came back home. Meaning ask the people of the caravan with whom we were traveling. And if you don't believe us, wa we are indeed truthful. And you see how they're using so many different ways to convince their father. You don't believe us? Go back and ask them. You don't believe us? You know, ask these travelers. We're truthful. Okay, what we see over here is that the brothers, these ten brothers, they keep dissociating themselves from Yusuf and his brother. Why did they do that? Because they were not full brothers, right? And if there was anything negative, theft or anything, they wanted to keep away from it. To such an extent that they're telling their father, your son has committed theft. They don't say, Bini Amin has committed theft. Our brother has committed theft. They say, your son. We are good. Your son is bad. We are perfect. Others are bad. وَاسْأَلِ الْقَرْيَةَ الَّتِي كُنَّا فِيهَا وَالْعِيرَ الَّتِي أَقْبَلْنَا فِيهَا وَإِنَّا لَصَادِقُونَ We are truthful. They had lost their father's trust, right? قَالَ Yaqub a.s. said exactly what they didn't want to hear. He said, بَلْ سَوَّلَتْ لَكُمْ أَنفُسُكُمْ أَمْرًا I don't believe you. Your souls have enticed you to something. Your souls have made it easy for you to make up another story about another son of mine. فَصَبْرٌ جَمِيلٌ So patience is most fitting. He repeated the same words. He repeated the same words. And this is sabrun jameel. This is beautiful patience. Patience that is consistent. What happens with us? If we're patient at the beginning, then we lose it. Right? Or at the beginning we're not able to be patient and then later on we say, you know what? I'm not going to say anything anymore because I'm being patient. Well, you've said everything you could before. What's sabr? At the first loss, Yaqub says, فَصَبْرٌ Jamil. At the second loss, he says, فَصَبْرٌ Jamil. Think about it. If a big tragedy happens once in your life, and then another time in your life, what happens? We start to wonder, where is Allah? Why is this happening? People begin to lose their faith. They display impatience. They're angry with Allah. But Yaqub what an abd he was, فَصَبْرٌ Jamil. And look at how hopeful he is. He says, عَسَى اللَّهُ أَن يَأْتِيَنِي بِهِمْ جَمِيعًا Perhaps Allah will bring all of them back together. All these three sons of mine that are gone now. Yusuf bin Yamin and the eldest of the ten, because he stayed in Egypt, right? He said, I'm not going home until my father allows me. So he said, perhaps he will bring all of them back to me. إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ Indeed, he is knowing and he is wise. He knows exactly where my sons are. He knows exactly what happened with them. And he's Hakim. He is the judge 
I accept his judgment and he is wise. I know there's wisdom behind all of this. This is called sabr. وَتَوَلَّا عَنْهُمْ And he turned away from them. وَقَالَ And he said, يَا أَسَفَا Oh my sadness, oh my sorrow, ala Yusuf, over Yusuf. You see, he just turned away from them. He didn't interrogate them. Why? Because there was no use in doing that. He just ignored them. And he said, Ya Asaf ha ala Yusuf. Asaf ha. It's actually Asaf. Asaf is a combination of huzun, extreme sadness, as well as anger. When you're sad and you're upset. Why was he sad? Sad over his loss. Why was he upset? Upset over his other sons that kept contriving one plot after the other. You know, he was upset. And he said, Ya Asaf ha. Think about it. Ya Asaf. As opposed to Ya Asaf ha. What is more expressive? Ya Asaf ha. Oh my great sorrow. How long has been my sorrow? Over who? Ala Yusuf. Over Yusuf. And then, وَبِيَضَّتْ عَيْنَاهُ And his eyes became white. بَيَضَّتْ They became white. Why were they white? What does it mean? Hmm? He became blind. He cried, he wept so much that he lost his eyesight. مِنَ الْحُزْنِ Because of حُزْن, because of extreme grief. فَهُوَ كَظِيم Allah says, for he was kalim, he was a suppressor. A suppressor of what? His grief, his anger. Kalim, kalim is to... Swallow something. Swallow right now, like as if you were swallowing something. When do you need to do that? When there's something coming out and you swallow, you keep it in. You know when your heart is filled with emotions, whether it's sadness or anger, then what happens? You want to cry, you want to scream, you want to take revenge, you want to at least say something. But Yaqub he was kaleem. He would just suppress it. He would suppress his grief, he would suppress his anger. So you see the new grief, the new loss, it reminded him of the previous one. Now we see that Yaqub is very sad over here. And we think that if you're being patient, then you should not be sad. Yeah? That you should just have a smile on your face. Even if you've suffered a lot. No, that is not what sabr is. Sabr is that, yes, you do feel sad, because feeling sad is natural, but you remain hopeful. Was Yaqub hopeful? Was he hopeful? How was he hopeful? Where do we see that? In the previous statement where he said, Asallahu anyatiani bihim jamira. Innahu al alimul hakim. He's hopeful. And we see that he doesn't say anything negative about Allah's decision, about Allah's decree. This is sabr. Like the Prophet, when he lost his son, Ibrahim, when he died, a little baby, you can imagine any parent would be sad. The Prophet ﷺ didn't just lose Ibrahim in his childhood, he lost many of his children in their childhood. He lost his daughters, he lost his grandchildren, and he would be seen crying. And the Sahaba, they would be surprised that, Ya Rasulullah, you're crying? And the Prophet ﷺ said, Listen, Allah does not punish for the weeping of the eye. If the tears flow uncontrollably, Allah does not punish for that. Nor does he punish for the sadness of the heart. But he punishes for this. And he pointed towards his tongue. He punishes for this. Meaning, depends on what you say. Because the words, 
they express what's in the heart, right? So if a person has accepted Allah's decree, even if it's very difficult for him, even if he's very sad, he will not say words of anger against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qalu. They said, the brothers of Yusuf salam, they were standing there watching their father being so sad. They said, Tallahi, by Allah, tafta'u, you will not cease. Tafta'u, fata hamza, to not cease to do something, to continue to do something. Meaning you will forever, you will never stop. Tadkuru Yusuf, you will never stop remembering Yusuf. Hatta takuna haradan, until you will become harad. Who is harad? Someone who is fatally ill. Harad is basically something that has become useless completely. The last stage of an incurable disease. Last stage of an incurable disease. So they tell him, if you don't stop grieving over Yusuf, you'll finish yourself. You'll ruin yourself. You'll die. Or you will be of those who perish. So basically they're feeling pity for him now. For what? That he's so sad and... But look at how they're feeling pity for him. It's as if they're scolding him. Isn't it? I mean, listen to this. قَالُوا تَاللَّهِ تَفْتَأُوا تَذْكُرُوا يُوسُفُ حَتَّى تَكُونَ حَرَضًا أَوْ تَكُونَ مِنَ الْهَالِكِينَ Is this how you comfort someone? No matter how much pity you feel for them, that's not how you comfort them. قَالَ He said, إِنَّمَا أَشْكُوا بَثِّي وَحُزْنِي إِلَى اللَّهِ I only complain of my bath and my huzn to Allah. What is bath? Bath, from the root letters, bathatha, which is sorrow, affliction. Such sorrow, such grief that is so strong that a person is not able to keep it inside anymore. Because batha means to scatter. Remember Surah An-Nisa? وَبَثَّ مِنْهُمَا رِجَالًا كَثِيرًا وَنِسَاءً So sometimes you're feeling sad on the inside and you manage to cover it really well. Nobody has any idea about what you're feeling. But at other times what happens? You cannot keep it inside. No matter how much you're trying to be patient, you're crying, or your expression on your face, so people get worried about you. Or you say, I don't want to talk right now, you just go lie down in bed, you just isolate yourself, so people wonder what's going on. So that grief cannot remain contained within yourself. It spreads. And when is it that it spreads? When is it that it spreads? When it's too much to bear. Too much to bear. So he said, إِنَّمَا أَشْكُوا بَثِّي وَحُزْنِي إِلَى اللَّهِ In other words, why do you bother? Why are you telling me to stop worrying about Yusuf? Why? Let me complain to my Lord. I'm talking to my Lord. I'm sad, I'm crying, but I'm crying before Him. I'm not crying before you. Don't feel pity for me. And this is something that we need to remember also. Because sometimes when a person has suffered from a great tragedy, and they're making dua, they're crying, or someone is making dua and they're crying, then what happens? Other people surround them. Are you okay? Let them cry before their Lord for God's sake. Let them cry. Let them cry. They're crying before Allah. They're not crying before you. إِنَّمَا أَشْكُوا بَثِّي وَحُزْنِي إِلَى اللَّهِ And also remember... Complain of your pain, of your suffering to who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the more you turn to Him, the higher your rank will become. Because one of the most honorable things near Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is dua. Which means that the more a servant calls upon Allah, 
the more his rank increases near Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't complain before people. Complain before Allah. And he said, وَأَعْلَمُ مِنَ اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ I know from Allah what you do not know. Meaning, I know for sure that Allah will bring Yusuf back. Allah will bring Binyamin back. How did he know? How did he know? Okay, tawakkul. And because of the dream. He was hopeful. And because he knew. Yusuf had a dream. And that incident was yet to take place. Where the entire family is together. Ya baniya. He says, Oh my sons, idhabu, go. فَتَحَسَّسُ مِنْ Yusuf And go search for Yusuf. Yusuf who was lost so many years ago, and he's telling them, go search for Yusuf. تَحَسَّسُ is from حَاسِينَ سِينَ تَحَسُّسُ is to use his, meaning to use senses in order to search for something. Meaning, here, look, use whatever you can, and go find out about Yusuf, where he is, وَأَخِيهِ and his brother, Meaning, get his brother back also. وَلَا تَيْأَسُوا مِنْ رَوْحِ اللَّهِ And do not despair of relief from Allah. Rawh, relief. Because, إِنَّهُ لَا يَيْأَسُوا مِنْ رَوْحِ اللَّهِ إِلَّا الْقَوْمُ الْكَافِرُونَ None despairs the relief from Allah except those who are disbelieving. The only one who gives up hope in Allah is who? The one who doesn't believe in Allah. The one who believes in Allah, he forever remains hopeful. He never despairs. Put yourself in this position. What would you do? Oh, this is in my fate. You know, poor me. Woe is me. I lost one son, and then I lost another son. And now another son of mine, he won't come back. I am so unfortunate. But look at Yaqub salam. With all of these losses, he's so hopeful. He says, go find him. I know he has to come back. Now do something to get him back. And do not despair of Allah's mercy. Do not despair of relief from him. Because the one who gives up hope in Allah, then he loses faith in Allah. Now what do we see here? When that difficulty reaches his height, then you know when the night darkens, then what comes next? Day. So Yaqub a.s. It's as though, you know when the difficulties have intensified, his hope, that has also increased. Look at how hopeful he is. He's got this energy within himself. Go find Yusuf. Go find his brother. Go get them back. Don't give up hope. Aisha? Every conversation he's having with his children, there's always Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in it. Every conversation. And you know, obviously, Yaqub is a prophet, but still he was a human being. And how many times are we having conversation with our children? Meaningless. Yes. He always mentions Allah, right? Tawakkul ala Allah, protection of Allah. And over here, hope from Allah. Assalamualaikum. I was also thinking that sometimes we do evil deeds and we don't know the consequences, how far-reaching it is. Look how many years after 30 years he's still suffering so much. Sometimes we just do things without paying attention. So it's really important to pay attention to that. Yes. Recitation of these ayat. قَالُوا إِنْ يَسْرِقَ فَقَدْ سَرَقَ أَخٌ لَهُ مِنْ قَبْلِ فَأَسَرَّهَا يُوسُفُ فِي نَفْسِهِ وَلَمْ يُبْدِهَا لَهُمْ قَالَ أَنْتُمْ شَرٌ مَكَانًا وَاللَّهُ أَعْلَمُ بِمَا تَصِفُونَ 